Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, a podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And I didn't fuck up the intro this week, Manny. Did you really? I'm pretty sure. We'll find out. <laughs> but last week, I kind of botched it. I don't remember, actually. Yeah, I, I tried to like flip them around. Just really sounded oh, really unnatural. Yes, yes. You know I when you, you start doing it enough, and it's kind of like, wait a minute, that didn't come out right. Something's wrong here. That's right. I remember now. Yes, very, very wrong. You fuck up. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Manny, I am tired from this weekend. So am I. Yes, I mean two two uh, different events. We kind of both uh, ended up exploring this weekend. Which I guess we'll kind of get into a little bit later, right? Yeah. But damn. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's let's roll it. Let's roll in. Let's knock out these headlines, and then we can kind of get into the events we hit this weekend. Yeah. All right, Manny. So first up on the board. First up on the board, we I, we did try to plan this announcing it last week, but we had a special guest, and so it kind of just like went past our heads and everything so we forgot to touch touch based upon it honestly but it is the Crunchyroll 2021 anim- uh, awards yes. results and i believe we talked about like the nominations and stuff what mm-hmm. was it like yikes five episodes ago maybe maybe six last month it was last month it was last yeah. month all right maybe four or five then and we talked about the nominations and kind of made some comments of, you know, how they broke down the demographics, areas, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And who, who, what areas kind of voted for what. So if you are interested, you can go back and check out how we covered the nominations. Yeah. And if you're also very interested to watch the actual award ceremony and everything and how when they did an announcement, it's all up on the Crunchyroll. So again, this is the 2021 Anime Awards for Crunchyroll, and this the results were published in February 19th. So, pretty much last week, or yeah, a little bit over last week. And so we've actually got some of the uh, results already. So, for best character design, we had Mayuka Ito from uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, and then for best animation, which I don't understand how. Uh-oh. Is Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken. I think that's one I have not seen. I have not seen it any either. So you don't know how just because of the uh No, the no. Style I, I've what? seen... No. I haven't seen the show, like, officially. I've seen clips. I've seen artwork. But I just don't understand how it actually won Best Animation, though. And I know and you're pretty much looking it up right now, huh? Yes, yes, yes. I am Googling. Do you need the name again? No. It, uh yeah, I honestly kinda don't know how. <laughs> I mean, just from the quick uh, screen caps and the in the features, like that looks like a teacher in the background and he and the, has the, the char- most definition of uh art. Yeah, and the character design and everything, huh? Yeah, that's, I mean, is that like a certain style? You know, they have like different art styles. Yeah, those are probably just like art styles from the actual creators of the manga work and everything. But again, best animation, in my opinion, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Although I do got a follow-up question for you, though. Yes. Now, is it that uh, some of the other animations are going more towards like 
computers so maybe they kind of do they have like a separate category for like the cg anime and then the other ones no okay do you know if this one was more traditionally produced i'm not i i haven't seen the anime so i wouldn't know honestly it it, just like the artwork and the animation it just didn't catch my interest to want to watch it yeah yeah no i i definitely don't really see it because i mean I don't know. Maybe maybe it's an old school bias of mine, but you can kind of get away with a little bit of botchy artwork if it has a nice aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like when when I think about like a one of their screen grabs, I guess for their main cover, almost gave me the fully coolie. But then I look closer at it, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> one of the runner ups for the that I, that nomination in the category was actually Great Pretender. Really? Yeah. I'd say Great Pretender probably had better, at least my opinion for it, you know? Yes. Kind of did better, even though some of the stuff on Great Pretender was a little bit, yikes. (laughs) I will agree on that. I will agree. And also, Keep Your Hands Off, Isaac actually won another award in one of the categories for Best Director as well. Okay. So, and then, so just to continue on then, basically, Best Fight Scene was actually... Deku versus Overhaul from My Hero Academia season four, which I honestly think it was a very phenomenal fight scene and how they did such an amazing job doing the animation and pretty much all the scene work, especially just for that fight alone. Yeah, yeah. So I agree, honestly. We had there was some very tough uh, competitors, especially with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which has been doing a very well job. And then honestly, I gotta. I got to give that clap to MAPPA Studios. Uh, again, MAPPA Studios is also doing Attack on Titan Season 4 to the final season. And just been watching these two series so far. I just feel like they're doing a very amazing job. Nice, nice. And I know we had a... But uh, we know that they switched up animators, right? From third to fourth season? Yes. So, it was. Yeah. So we were kind of questioning how well it was going to end up being, but it seems like they've been doing great. They've been holding well, honestly. I I know people have been complaining because how are you going to change it from a different studio? It's going to no longer be the same and everything. But honestly, they're just keeping up with it. All right. So my my hat's off to MAPPA Studios for doing such a phenomenal job so far. And to continue on, we got Best Couple. It would be Nasa Yuzaki... And Sukasa Yuzaki as well from Tonikawa Over the Moon for You. Did we cover that in the nominations? I don't remember there there being a shipping category. Yeah, there was. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh let's see. I do remember talking yeah. Uh they had like the Rent a Girlfriend and then the Kaguya-sama Love is War. I mentioned those because those were like more of the well known animes that we talked about. Um, and there was the other animes that I never seen or heard or bothered to check out, so I never mentioned them in the nominations and everything. And another, and for the next category was actually best performance by a Japanese voice actor, and it would be Yusuke Kobayashi as Natsuki Subaru from Ray Zero. All right, hell yeah! I think they did a really amazing job for second season, especially so. I'm uh, kind of excited for that. 
And then we have best performance by an English voice actor, and it would be Reno Robinson or Zeno Robinson by as Hawks from Meyer Academia season four. Okay. I don't think you've seen season four yet, have no, you? No, 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 I haven't. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen like maybe like pictures or artwork. He was like that one hero that had like red wings on his back, like if he was a hawk, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's him, basically. And for the next category, it would be Best Girl, and we had Kaguya Shinomiya from Kaguya-sama Love is War, which kind of expected because everybody was flipping their shit about, about that anime and those girls and everything. Especially for Chica with their little, uh, I think it was like a credit scene dance and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing blew up. It blew up. (laughs) Best boy was actually Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu to the top, which I'm kind of excited because I really love that anime and everything. Not sure which one that one is. It's the volleyball one. Okay, I'd never watch it, so I don't know. I showed you a few episodes. You kept uh, questioning me if that's really the main character. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. Best score was uh, Kevin Penkin, Tower of God. Not too sure what it means by best score. Maybe like best music or... Ah. I believe score has to do with music. Mm -hmm. Yes. Best opening sequence was Beastars. It's just a CG anime for furries, I would say. (laughs) <laughs> sorry not sorry if i said that hold on hold on but who'd they beat <laughs> who'd they beat the one that you know they're mad <laughs> oh yeah the one uh, the one that actually won best animation keep your eyes out uh, keep your hands off isaac oh wow okay and of course great pretender jujutsu kaisen and all the other ones especially personally i think phoenix by burnout syndromes could have won that Really good uh, band, Japanese rock band, especially that played, actually has done the majority of the opening songs for the Haikyuu series in general. Best ending sequence was actually Jujutsu Kaisen with uh, Lost in Paradise by Ali fe- uh, featuring Aklo. And then we have Best Fantasy, which the winner is Ray Zero. Of course. I can see it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Best comedy was Kaguya-sama, Love is War. I'd never seen the anime yet, honestly. But I've seen, there's been so many clips reposted or shared on Facebook and social media that I can honestly see the comedy in the show, why people like it. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. It's basically the clips. Mm-hmm. They're just little short, quick things. It's not really, or at least maybe I didn't watch enough to really catch a good main big pop plot line or nothing yeah. it was just yeah it's it's the clips i think the funniest <laughs> clip i've seen so far is where uh chica or yeah i I'm, i hope i'm pronouncing the rank because i the name because i haven't seen the anime honestly where where she goes to eat ramen and they basically throw her to the side because they don't think that she's like an expert in eating ramen and everything what the heck yeah and then best drama was actually fruit uh fruits basket season two i've heard a lot of good things about that anime People I didn't know like, they had a season two. That's what I didn't know either. I know that's a that's a pretty old one, right? It is an old one. So I do remember a lot of people having hype for when a second season was announced. Yeah, uh, Syra likes it. My oh, wife, really? Yeah, my wife likes that one. I still haven't yet seen it. I know people have been recommending it. It's good. I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those uh, 
the feels drama in a sense, you know? Okay. A little bit of fantasy in it, not like the whole world, just uh, aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good. It's fine. I I just didn't know they made a second season. It's it's a pretty old anime. <laughs> and for the next category was best protagonist, and the winner is Katarina Claes from My Next Life as a Villainess. All routes lead to the doom. I I huh. never heard of the anime before. <laughs> Me neither. But it sounds like one of those uh, reincarnations. Could be, could be not. I mean, just by the the artwork in the in the winner section, it doesn't look like an isekai anime. Really? Okay. That's my guess at the moment. Best antagonist was Ryomen uh, Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. And then anime of the year, Jujutsu Kaisen. All right. And that's pretty much it for those results. So if anybody does want to check out the actual uh, award ceremony and everything and when the results were announced and everything, you can definitely look it up on Crunchyroll's website. And that's pretty much it for what we could have said last week, but we forgot. (laughs) Well, no, I think we actually uh, uh, put it off just because we wanted to kind of focus on promoting... Uh, the event and and uh, doing our interview with no with, yeah definitely Mike. so I wouldn't say intentional I think I actually told you that we're gonna drop it <laughs> before we recorded I don't remember actually yeah yeah because I think I just wanted to kind of focus on the interview and and kind of proceed from there with the uh, with prov- promoting the food drive true true but uh, we also have updates to the E3 in San Diego Comic Con right yes so. E3, as of now, is actually now canceled. Yes, and this comes from, I guess, an update that we had covered, what was it, a week or two ago? We did cover it, uh, E3 and the ESA, I think. It was the Entertainment, I don't remember, something association. But the idea was that they were going to pitch an idea to do a live stream with multiple channels and multiple conference rooms and interactive, uh, I think it was like interactive live feed where you can actually play demo games from your home. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and we were kind of questioning that, you know, how quickly they can kind of develop all the infrastructure they're going to need to really host and serve all that, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, they are now canceled, right? Yes. So E3's 2021 live show and their whole online experience has been canceled and mainly due to LA tourism documents, honestly. Meaning, meaning just the commission board for LA tourism just f- labeled them as that they couldn't operate with the whole COVID situation, even with the live streaming event and everything. It would still require people to gather for the live stream to happen, make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't want to do that. Uh, I think that's the same situation that happened with uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con organization decided not to go through with it with the co- with the new COVID developments and everything for San Diego. And they have did announce that WonderCon in Anaheim was is also going to be canceled as well. Because okay. I, I think Comic-Con also does WonderCon. Yeah, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say we covered about Comic Con actually uh, 
reserving their space to proceed as planned, right? Yes. They were they actually um announced that they were selling tickets, they were gonna do Comic Con live in person, not online. And I mm-hmm. think we actually discussed this like that's a ballsy move because, you know, there was really no good visual signs that, you know, this was gonna be ending fully right now, you know? Yeah. So that was basically twenty twenty. When twenty twenty was canceled, they let the people either if I if I correct me if I'm wrong also if I said that last time, but they also allowed people to get a full refund or roll over their ticket purchase for the next year, which was twenty twenty one this year. Yeah. But now it looks like they're gonna give that option again. To let people roll it over to 2022 or get a refund as well again. Yes. Which is kind of nice because sometimes you do want that sense of security that you can still possibly get your money back or just wait it out and see if you can get the chance to go in person. Yeah, absolutely. That's not what happened with AAX though, honestly. Because if you recall, they gave everybody their refunds back regardless if they let it roll over for the next following year. Just because they wanted to stray away from Eventbrite and move over to a new registration platform for their new, uh, for the next following year. Which kind of sucked because that means all the people that want Premier Badges or already had Premier Badges are going to have to fight for them again because that shit sells out. Very true. And it's always amazing because they always increase the price for those Premier Badges but they never increase the benefits. <laughs> so I don't know it's just weird how it always sells out and everything it's non-profit Manny right <laughs> yeah we'll, 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 we'll say that I mean that's that's what it's uh, labeled right yes it's labeled non-profit right <laughs> yeah those are some updates um, yeah those are some pretty much updates for the whole COVID situation and uh, popular events that everybody's been looking forward to this year if COVID got better, but it didn't. Well, I think the last I saw, we actually are on a downturn. Now, whether that is because everybody's starting to get vaccinated or because we fucked it up so bad, everybody's already caught it. <laughs> it could be either one. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised with either one. Yeah, there's just so many, honestly, like, I think most of the people around me I know have all caught it. And I've been, I guess, lucky that I, I just haven't. Dude, trust me, you do not want to experience it. Yeah, yeah. So, it seems like we're on a downturn. Hopefully, end of summer. Hey. <laughs> I just, I mean, I do hope that we do have a bigger downturn. But I just really hope people just wake up honestly and just also end like this whole asian american or just asian in general racism just because of covid situation honestly yeah yeah we we actually just had a very interesting in uh, incident happen this over this weekend uh do you remember the buddhist temple in la at little tokyo yes i do it was vandalized and burned burned really? down. really yes when was this this was actually just a few days ago over this past weekend, apparently. What the heck? Yeah, this was February 26th, so that was Friday, actually, That's when it was reported and everything. That is crazy. So this was the Higa- Higashi Honganji Buddhist Temple in Little Tokyo, 
And on Friday afternoon, they found lots of signs of uh, vandalism and from a fire from the evening before. And my idea, I mean, it's Little Tokyo. It's home to lots of, di- lots of different cultures, especially that just love the Japanese culture and everything. But I think my idea is just like random COVID racism attempts, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anybody that's dumb enough to have those ideals of kind of uh, attacking people based upon a race probably couldn't even realize whether the Buddhist temple was primarily, you know, Japanese, Chinese, mm-hmm. Taiwanese. Like to them, they're they're not seeing any differential. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just ignorance. Mm-hmm. They they did have a statement that was, I think it was like. I don't remember what they call the main, the main person in charge. Like, would you in charge of the uh, the temple. temple? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, so a uh, temple's head priest. Okay. Yeah, so he did give a statement that he was just happy that no one was actually involved to be injured, especially. Yeah. That regardless if the building was burned down and everything that his peace of mind is that no one was actually injured from it. Well, yeah, that's, that's great. That's the best thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, as long as we can like improve and just get like this idea that we know that COVID is actually real and that we should do our part to make sure to keep everybody else's safety as well as keeping our safety. Yeah. So I was playing a little bit of producer right now and uh kind of looking it up as you were talking about mm-hmm. it. It seems like in the in the just recently they've had a lot of people actually uh trespassing, vandalizing, one of them even attacked one of their security guards. Oh wow. So it seems like it's kind of been on the rise and targeted recently. Obviously we kind of know why, yes. which is super unfortunate, so yeah, well, I doubt any of our listeners are part of that echelon anyways, but it's still unfortunate to hear about time and time again, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, on to some happier news, Manny. <laughs> so this story kind of uh, it slipped by me. I read it, and I was like, I swore we talked about this, but when I brought it up to you, you kind of gave me a look like, what? Oh, yeah. Yes. So... We covered the story when uh, Michael Jordan uh, started his NASCAR team and got uh, Bubba Wallace in, yes. right? Okay, so somehow, some way, we missed this in January. <laughs> but uh, Pitbull has now joined the NASCAR scene as an owner. I'm still surprised that he's getting involved. I mean, Pitbull fell off the face of the map for me, honestly. I don't know what happened to him. Or if he still makes music, but when right when you told me he has a NASCAR team, I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think he's like the main owner. It's like as a um, as a owner, I guess part owner, basically the way they kind of described it. Because mm-hmm. there, there's another owner on there, but apparently it's something that he's been tossing around for like almost a decade now. Interesting. So you know, as far as like his extracurricular little things that he does is, um, he does do a uh, slam program, and I guess that's a uh, sports leadership um, and uh, management, mm-hmm. and it's basically something that he uses to help uh, 
Hispanic students and kids in yes. like their their program, right? Th- that I do know that he was very hef- heavily involved in minority charity events and everything. Yeah, yeah. So he actually brought a NASCAR vehicle to that program. Really? Like he pulled up in the NASCAR ve- vehicle because they were doing that whole STEM program, you know, the um, technology, engineering, and all that stuff. To like like these charity events where kids and everything? Yeah. Well, these are the ones like he specifically kind of like focuses on, you know? Did he have like big booty Latina girls shaking their booties in front of the kids and everything? He did request a bass speaker to play culo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, he brought it out there, and he's you know he's ever since then he's kind of like I guess he saw the kids light up seeing the car there, you know, didn't think that it was feasible to even see one out in the open in the streets like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he got interested in it, and um, he actually got in with uh, uh, Suarez. That's he's actually the first foreign-born driver to win a major NASCAR series. Oh, nice. Which I did not know he was born in Mexico. Hmm. So it's, you know, with the recent changes going on where NASCAR, you know, they're banning Confederate flags. They're kind of like doing a little bit more diversity and inclusiveness into it, you know? Mm-hmm. This is, I guess, it's another step, right? Mm-hmm. At first, when I saw the headline, I was kind of like thinking... You know, NASCAR, or NASCAR, <laughs> that Pitbull was just biting Jordan. Mm. Kind of like he bites all of his beats. But uh, apparently it was something on his radar for a long time already. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a super huge fan of his or anything, so I never really paid attention, I guess. But uh, yeah, the team he's actually on, I don't, I don't think I even mentioned it, is uh, Trackhouse. Trackhouse's team is the one he got in on. Simple name, but okay. Yeah, no, it's great. So this is kind of like a cool little thing, man. We're going to start seeing more people going into this. And like, you know, in general, the more people getting into motorsports, the more crowds maybe they bring, the more funding, you know. Hopefully it trickles down. I don't know about crowds at this moment yet, but okay. (laughs) Well, NASCAR has a big crowd already, you know what I mean? But is it recommended to have big crowds right now? You know what I mean. I know, yes, I know. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of a brighter day right now, Manny. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of being a smartass. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> so it, it's going to be really interesting to actually see how NASCAR, you know, progresses, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we'll start seeing some more stuff like... I mean, I hate that they're going to tear down Auto Club Speedway, but maybe we'll get another track out here that's bigger. <laughs> we could have another road course. What? No? I don't know. No? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. California is full of a lot of money and a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be sad seeing the Rovo go- uh, going away, honestly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We can go... Drive the short track. (laughs) Ah, That doesn't seem fun. But we'll see. The future's coming, I guess. And uh, this will help keep uh, auto sports alive, honestly. So I'm all for it. It might not be my exact cup of tea of auto sports, but I am all for it, man. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, with that, Manny, let's, uh, let's roll into the weekend now, man. I mean, the weekend, the weekend ended. 
How can we we'll roll? Recap of the weekend. Okay, there you go. You're gonna uh, one of these days, Manny. What? 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 Nothing. What? Nothing. What? Put truck nuts on your El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you went to Arc Movement's uh, Give Love Food Drive, right? Yes. Yeah. So Saturday was just pretty much a busy day debating. I was prepping both the El Camino and the Mustang. It was kind of sketchy driving both in the current situation right now. But I was just basically prepping each one and deciding which one I should take. I was tempted on taking the El Camino, but it was more sketchy because with the whole starter heat soaking and everything, and with the cable from the accelerator pedal to the carburetor was chafing. I mean, it's been chafing, but it looks like it's getting closer and closer to its last strand. So it's just been sketchy to just think about driving it. I did go to J&M Speed Center and picked up a brand new one, a universal two-foot one. And much better looking than the one that I have on there right now. So I just need to go swap that out soon, honestly. Okay. But the starter issue was was probably more concerning because I did turn it on the other week, let it warm up, went to the gas station, pumped gas. After that, it just didn't want to turn on anymore. Heat soak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fox Body has it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they make like a uh, mini torque kit for it? I'm going to assume so. Um, I just need to take it off so I can go down to JM Speed Center because apparently there's two types of start, uh, starters. It's either straight or staggered. So I need to know which one I have so I can go take it to them and I can get the one I need. And then from there, I can pretty much just start asking questions like what can I do better for it not to heat soak if it's if they're not prone to heat soak. They probably have one that's just smaller and, and more efficient, a little mm-hmm. bit more powerful, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that'll probably solve it. That's the that's the uh, problem solve I have to do with the Fox body. Yeah. Basically take out that old one that's in there. And if I keep getting, you know, like factory OEM style ones. It's the same thing. It's the same freaking thing. Luckily, you know, it's they kind of share the same basis throughout a ton of different cars for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can either A, go pick up a smaller starter from a newer Mustang and then just wire it up myself. That's a little bit of wiring mod I have to do to it. Or luckily, just go to LMR and just buy the kit that comes with a mini torque starter. Mm-hmm. And it, then it already gives me the wiring kit I need to use to give it more juice and I don't have to worry about it no more. Okay. Um, another thing that could help you, though, too, is also uh, heat shielding from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just getting a heat shield in there, or I've even seen guys do uh, blankets, kind of like a turbo blanket. Yeah, I've seen those as well. You can always do that too, and that also helps it as well. Okay. Pretty much just keep it from getting too hot or, you know, park it. (laughs) (laughs) Be ready to park it and let it cool off. Yeah, and so the other situation with the Mustang is just that the tires and the wheels need to be rebalanced. So it does vibrate when I go 60+. plus. So the best bet was just taking the Mustang and just cruising down the highway, just just going at like a little bit of low speed, low highway speed, so I don't put too much stress on the wheels. That's right. You still mm. have to get that those uh, wheels checked out. Yeah, and you still have it. <laughs> uh, the t- my time has been very hard, honestly. Ah, man, you got to make that priority. I know. I know. That's a little bit sketch, buddy. 
Like I said, it was just me and he just driving at low cruising speeds, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so I took out the Mustang. I washed it like, I w- I'm going to say like 9 p.m. in the dark with minimal light. <laughs> just to get it ready and everything. And yeah, so Sunday came around. I left around 6.30 a.m. Went to Buena Park and we met up at a Starbucks with our sponsor, Scott. And a few other people that joined us in the meetup before we went down the street to Arc Movement's event. Very cool. Yeah, and honestly, it was a good turnout. I mean, there was other two events that were happening at the same time. We had a local car fest, or is it local car scene? I can't remember which one it was. Local car scene. Scene? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I always, I always get them mixed up because I don't remember which one is which. I think it's the same page. He just has one that he does for promotion, and I think the other one for whatever else, mm. you know. And then we also had Sunday Car Social. So you had all these three events all on the same dates and everything. So turnout was good and everything. So we had, it was definitely interesting seeing everybody again and just being around people and just like cars and just talking to everybody and socializing and everything. Of course, with the precautions for COVID, so we were all safe about it and everything. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, there was like a little food uh, grocery store right next door. So just picked up some cans and just donated to there. There we go. Heck yeah. So how was the turnout? Turnout, like I said, turnout was actually pretty good. Not not like super massive or anything like you, we, we, what yeah. we would ex- usually expect. But it was pretty good. I okay. mean, I, I did see them load lots of boxes full of donations into their cars and vehicles. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant turn out like as far as the donations. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's great to hear. Yeah. Like 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 we said in the last episode, that's kind of the reason why we love Arc Movement's events because of these. Mhm. The the giving back, you know what I mean? Yes, it's, definitely. We're we're in a hobby, we're fortunate enough to be able to spend money on our hobby. And you know, if we're going to go out there and do something, why not give a little back? It's not hurting anything, you know? Definitely. That's great. Yeah, and lucky enough, the the store that actually let the, gave them permission to host that event was the Detail Garage of Buena Park. So I took advantage and started stocking up on a lot of stuff that I needed just to have at home, honestly, because I started running around running out of cleaning supplies for car wash and everything. There you go. And I did pick up some butter wax uh, that you, you actually hey. use for track events. Yes, I love the butter wax. So for anyone listening, if you do track your car, and if you've ever struggled to get like that melted rubber off your paint, uh, Detail Garage's butter wax is amazing, and it takes it off really quick. Now, when you, I know, I know, I was the one that told you to go to Detail Garage when you asked about that. Of course, I didn't know at the time what could help because I wasn't involved in tracking the cars and everything. But, like, did they already know about that? Uh, no. <laughs> I had went to the one in uh, Riverside, close mm-hmm. to the Tyler Mall. Yes. And I pretty much went in with my car just, you know, streaked out in, the, in that melted rubber, you know? And this was, like, within the first few months that you had the car, and that was actually your first track event in the Type R uh no 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 i don't think so i could have sworn it was like the first track event in the type r no because i was taped up for the first one Mm. i was taped up for the first one i don't think i had too many uh at big willow 
Yeah, I don't think I had too many at Big Willow. This was after my first NASA event at oh, Auto Club. Oh, okay, okay. And I just had a ton of that melted rubber all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I, I pretty much went in and told him, hey, how do I take this shit off? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guys were really cool. Like, they weren't sure, but they were like, well, you know, fuck it, let's grab some stuff and, and rub it on it. Let's see what it does. So they went through about, I'd say like maybe five different, you know, products mm-hmm. before they found one that kind of rubbed it off. And this one was able to take it off without any, you know, hard elbow grease or rubbing or, you know what I mean, where you're going to end up scratching your car up trying to take it off, you know? Yeah. And I guess it's the oils in this one. And the oils help kind of like lift it from the paint and wipe it off nice and clean. Okay. So after that, I I honestly keep the bottle there just to remove rubber. <laughs> nice. Like I have, I don't, I think I waxed my car with it once. And other than that, it's just been to remove rubber from the track. And it works good, so. Nice, nice. I figured with your car being white, you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely why I actually picked up a bottle. Yeah, yeah. But it, it worked out good. You know, like I said, obviously our show doesn't really have major sponsors or anything like that. No. You know, we we do have uh, Scott from TFT, which, you know, helps us out with with oil and stuff. And uh, in parts when we need it, mm-hmm. awesome guy. Check him out if you haven't. You know, we're we're saying that this works because it, it works. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely works. I I I would not be able to clean my car properly after a track day without it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was uh the event, right? Pretty much. I did leave kind of early. Scott invited me to go to a Porsche dealership to meet up with a uh, BC Moto. Apparently, they were having an event there. But okay. it was kind of interesting because once we got there, it was completely empty. They already finished. Dang. Porsches are fast. They're done. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping there would be something because I just wanted to get down and ask to use the restroom because I was dying to take a piss. <laughs> like, I could feel it in my kidneys. They were pulsating and hurting. Ooh. That's always fun. Yeah, but temptation went away, so I just, like, stuck it with it. Take down the 15, get the 91 back to Corona, and just got off the freeway and got to a gas station, took a piss there. <laughs> there you go. You were almost home at that point. I know, but I didn't want to risk it. <laughs> All right. It kind of sucked, too, because once I got into the restroom, they had the the toilet stall occupied. There was a guy in front of me waiting, and the urinal stall was had a big cone in front of it saying it was out of service. I was like, fuck this shit. I just moved the cone, took the piss in the urinal, and just walked out. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I did not want to wait, especially since I already had somebody waiting for, uh, in front of me. Yikes. The guy the guy looked at me like laughing. I was like, oh, shit, he's actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it, Manny. I'm happy for you. <laughs> it was a close call, but I did. There you go. There you go. All right. Well... Unfortunately, I was not at the ARC Movement event. I know. No longer a car life for Tony. No, just I was pre-engaged and bought tickets for an event. and Tickets were expensive, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, really wished I was I could have been there, man. It, it looked pretty nice. I was, I was kind of jealous seeing all the cars parked and pictures going up. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I had tickets to the K9 Social Summit this weekend. 
Okay. So, you know, again, this has kind of turned into my second hobby now. <laughs> or you mean primary hobby? No, no, I'm too vested in the car life to let it go away. But um, this is this is another hobby, and uh, honestly, it's cheaper, so sometimes it's a lot easier to do it. You just said tickets were expensive. Yeah, but they ain't track day expensive, bro. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> but uh, the event was kind of like, I guess, it was more meant to bring... Like canine handlers, dog trainers, bite work, detection work, pet owners, groomers, uh, nutritionists. Like, you know, I guess all concepts of dog world, I guess. So like a convention, basically. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much like a convention. It was held at uh, North County Canine Training, Mm -hmm. which is where I go do my bite work sessions at. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of home base for as far as like with my dog with bite work, you know. But, uh, it's you know, it's a huge social event. They had a ton of, like, well, ton, like it's a huge, huge event. But it, it was a fair size for, I guess, this niche little world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a huge world like the car scene. It, it's, a, it's more of a niche world, but it had a, a good turnout. Some really great vendors out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff was kind of targeted towards, like, education, training, seminars, you know? Which was super cool. Like, I actually learned a lot this past weekend. And uh, my poor dog, uh, he's used to going there for the past five months. I park the car, put a harness on him, and then take him to the field to go bite. Mm -hmm. So this has been drilled into him for five months. Except, you know, this weekend... No harness, his collar, and he had to just be social. <laughs> Which, you know, my dog's social. He's fine in public in every anywhere I take him. But, but he knew the location and he knew what he thought was going to happen. Oh, yeah. He knows what he's normally there for. <laughs> so he was, he, you know, you can kind of tell he had a ton of like anxiety and just like, fidgeting and whining like hey hey I'm, I'm i'm supposed to be biting somebody and having fun what am i doing just sitting here <laughs> so it, it was uh i think good for him though mm-hmm. to kind of like keep those impulses in check and under control you know true and by the end of the day into the second day like you know saturday and then into sunday he got better okay and i mean it's not like he was like just suffering the whole time there was plenty of times because like i said he's a social little dog everybody pets him and he's happy you know yeah but it's just like uh there's certain events going on they had like a a chp demo so there was some dogs biting and a suit going on as soon as he sees somebody in a suit he gets super excited you know because he wants to go bite (laughs) yeah (laughs) um they had a propel tower from like three stories they set up a zip line a full obstacle course. Mm-hmm. They uh, they did it pretty big. <laughs> they did it pretty big, actually. Not bad. And um, <clears throat> picked up some new equipment. And Sunday, I went ahead and I let him finally get a bite before going home. <laughs> and uh, I did the bike with uh, with uh, Jared Wolf. He's from uh, New Hampshire. Jared Wolf. Wolf. Oh, they said woof. Oh, woof. <laughs> it's like woof, woof. 
No, Jared Wolf. That that would have been in some of a na- name to be involved in that type of community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, he actually flew in from New Hampshire to attend the event. Mm. Um, apparently, there was a lot of people who flew in from out of state. It was actually pretty interesting to see. But uh, I went ahead and I scheduled a session with him, you know, get my dog used to biting new people. And he did really well. There's actually a pretty fun video where uh, he's on his last session and uh, he's finally doing a little bit of ground, like the decoy going to the ground. Yeah. Which is pretty cool to see that, you know, he just met my dog. He's only worked with him for like 10 minutes and felt that comfort level and confidence to go to the ground with the dog and not worry about, you know, getting bit in the face. Yeah. And I can see my trainer from North County, Dustin Wynn. He was on the side with a big old smile because, you know, he was like, yeah, I trained him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he got up, he I just hear him go, that makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, wow. But it, it was a fun weekend. It, it was definitely a fun weekend. Just uh, it was a lot of walking and I'm really tired. I pretty much went home and just knocked out. I didn't. I mean, you aren't about that field life anymore. No, I am on a computer screen all day for work, so. I can never do that, honestly. I mean, I'll enjoy it. I get to just play Minecraft on steroids all day. Okay. I mean, I I, I can see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. that's that's basically what I do all day is I play Minecraft on steroids. The only difference is I, you know, I. Like, don't get an axe or a sword. <laughs> but that's my job. It's I enjoy it. I pop my headphones in. I, I throw on a ton of other podcasts, you know? Mm-hmm. I get to listen to 91 Octane, to FF uh, Race Pod, and a, a bunch of other podcasts that I enjoy to listen to. And I do my work all day. I enjoy it. Not bad, not bad. But yeah, weekend was good. Um Learned a lot. Hopefully, they're talking about the next one's going to be in Florida. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Florida's a little bit of a longer trip, but uh, my dog does have his litter mate out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, his litter mate's actually doing bite work as well out there. And uh, the competitive nature in me does want to keep training and then go out there and kind of flex. <laughs> Put the brothers in some competition. But uh, I I enjoyed it. It was great. Good weekend. But uh, I am absolutely ready to get back on the track next month. Or this <laughs> month. This month. Definitely. Got a couple weeks. Oh, excited. So I'm definitely ready to get back out there. <laughs> um, I think the only thing I got to do is maybe give myself a fresh oil change and I'm good to go. Yeah, pretty much a fresh oil change for me. Um, and just missing my door numbers, honestly. Balance your wheels. <laughs> I know. That's that's actually going to happen tomorrow, possibly. Okay, tomorrow? I'm going to call you and be like, did you balance those wheels yet, Manny? It all depends on work, because uh, I pretty much just need to talk to my dad. as like, hey, if by 3.30, if work is slow, if I can just clock off. So shoot I can ma- to the shop. And shoot to the shop, because it's all the way in Westminster. Oh, you're going all the way back? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought you were just going to go to a local one and, and get it done. No, I mean, if they can do it for free, f- fuck it. I mean, if it's worth the time off of work plus the gas. 
Well, I did talk to my dad about the situation. He's like, nah, just do it with them. Okay. Cool. Well, hopefully that goes well. Because, yeah, you got to get that done. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, because you're already going to be, that's what, like 25 miles? Mm-hmm. Maybe 25 miles at 3 o'clock, so it's not like you're, you know, you're going to be in a bit of traffic. Well, I do take the fast track, so regardless, I... You can't drive fast, though. <laughs> don't mean shit. It's two lanes. If they want to get ahead of me, they can just switch over to the next lane and just pass me. <laughs> okay. But yes, get that done for your safety, please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely get that done. Definitely. And, uh, well, hopefully uh, start getting kind of excited for this track day coming. Definitely. That's going to be real fun. And I think we only have, what, two with uh, Auto Club, right, this year? Yes. Unless, unless we start looking at Speed Ventures and see how many they're doing this year mm-hmm. or something. So we got to enjoy it while we can. True. Yes. Well, with that, let's call it an episode then, Manny. Yeah. Why don't you tell them where you can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and on Twitch at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have a website, unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send an email, have a question for us, go ahead and email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Bye-bye.